Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives, and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. I do want to remind you today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis by mail to Adam Graham, P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho 83715. And you can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. But now let's get into today's episode of The Man Called X. The... The original air date was January 27th, 1951, and the title is Orient Express. Now we present Herbert Marshall as The Man Called X, the Saturday night feature on NBC's five-show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama, brought to you by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. And by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. Herbert Marshall as the man called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, in all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find the man called X. If you suffer from the pains of headaches, neuritis, or neuralgia, you should discover what many thousands have known for years, that Anison brings incredibly fast, effective relief. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. Probably at some time you've received an envelope containing Anison tablets from your physician or dentist. Thousands of people have been introduced to Anison this way. Try Anison yourself. The next time you suffer from the pains of a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, you'll be delighted at how quickly relief can come. Anison is spelled A-N-A-C-I-N. Your druggist has Anison in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets and economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100 for your medicine cabinet. Ask for Anison today. Within the apartment on the second floor at Osterplatz 7 in Stuttgart, Germany, all was quiet, ominously quiet, as two men moved softly along the corridor, stopped and listened intently outside the door. Well, Monsieur Thurston? I'll try the door, Inspector. Locked. Our bird is gone, then, huh? Maybe. Okay, Giro, let's hit the door. But remember, we want him alive. Oui, je comprends. Okay, now. There he is, Thurston. Hold at the it. window. Hold it. Don't. Oh, why the devil did you do that? He was trying to get away, Thurston. You saw for yourself. Oh, well. Let's take a look at him. Zardoff. Zardoff. What's that? Zardoff. Friday. Orient Express. Orient. 
Well, Thurston? Yes, he's dead. Ah, bien. Très bien. There goes the last of the saboteurs, the spies, the traitors we have been after. <laughs> it is a time for congratulations, Thurston. You're as fast with conclusions as you are with your gun, Inspector. Huh? You heard what he said, didn't you? He? I heard. Zardoff, Friday, Orient Express. Delirious mutterings of a dying man. They mean nothing. Oh, no. Our job is over. You're wrong, Inspector. Pardon? Our job has just begun. Did you say Zardoff, Ken? That's right, Chief. What do we know about him? He's the dirtiest international agent in the business. Wanted by at least a dozen of the United Nations for sabotage, treason, revolutions. Yeah, that's all right, but what do we know about Zardoff? I just told you. Oh, yes. Yes, you're right, Ken. Everything we've learned is hearsay. We haven't any background, no description. Come to think of it, we don't even know Zardoff's sex. Chief, do me a favor. Get together all the dope you can about Inspector Giro, French military intelligence. Giro? Well, he's the man you worked with in Stuttgart. Yeah. He's also a little too fast with a gun. What? You'll be hearing from me, Chief, so long. You are wasting your time, Monsieur Thurston. Even if Zardov was connected in some way with this affair, why should he risk traveling on the Orient Express, huh? The Express goes from Stuttgart to Bucharest via Munich... And Vienna, a nice direct route to behind the Iron Curtain. Ah, and you believe you can stop him before he gets there? I'm going to take a crack at it. Very well, Thurston. But you might keep this in mind. You have absolutely no personal knowledge regarding Zardov. But I am certain Zardov knows all about the man called X. I do not think I would care to face the odds that you will face aboard that train. There you are, Monsieur Thurston, car two, compartment B. Thanks. We are due to depart in three minutes, Monsieur, and the Orient Express always leaves... Monsieur, the doctor. Huh? Oui, mademoiselle, what is it? That stupid porter. He refuses to take my trunk into my compartment. You wish your trunk in your compartment, mademoiselle? Oui. But I'm afraid all the baggage has already been checked over. We do not have time. Oh, we've got three or four minutes, conductor. I think it might be managed for mademoiselle. Don't you? <laughs> well, well, monsieur. Merci, monsieur. I am certain that we can manage it somehow. If you will just follow me, please, mademoiselle. You have been most kind, monsieur. Well, I'm glad I could help, miss... Um... I am Hedy Stephan. I am so grateful. Miss Stephan. Well, my name's Ken Thurston. If you really want to thank me, perhaps you'll join me later for a drink in the dining hall. I shall be delighted, Mr. Thurston. Now, if you will excuse me, I shall see about that trunk. Mm -mm, some luscious lollipop. What? Hello, Mr. Tess. Say gone. Here I am, Mr. X, ready to offer you my invaluable services. What are you doing here? Where's Pagan? Oh, that no good cousin of mine had an accident. He got drafted or something. Too bad. So long. Oh, Mr. Tess. So long, Zagon. Oh, Mr. Tess. Hello, Inspector. Oh, Monsieur Thurston. Yeah. 
You ask me to come to see me off. As a matter of fact, monsieur, I too will be traveling aboard the Orient Express. That's a quick switch. Pardon, monsieur. Oh, you refer to Zardar. You are quite wrong. I am going to Munich on other business. This is a break for me, Thurston, sharing this compartment with another American. <laughs> I guess Jim Wilson just wasn't cut out for traveling in foreign territory. You here on business, Mr. Wilson? Well, you might call it that. I've been visiting shoe factories over here. That's my line. I've been studying production style, maybe picking up an idea or two. You know how it goes. Yeah, sure. I thought I was all finished last week, then I sold myself a bill of goods. Decided to make sure there weren't any factories I'd missed in Eastern Europe. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, ever since I was a kid, I've had a yen to ride the Orient Express. I just had to find out if it was as romantic and adventurous as the movies made it out to be. How have you found it? Thurston, I've been bored stiff all the way from Paris. Not a spy or foreign agent or one of those femme fatals in the carload. Why, there's no more excitement aboard this train than on the milk run from Peoria to Chicago. If some... Wilson... Those were shots. Shots, but, but but where? Next compartment. Come on. Sure thing. Please, don't shoot. Don't shoot. I'll go, but don't shoot. What? Zagon. Mr. Thurston, help. She's trying to shoot me. Kill me. Make me dead, even. By golly, Thurston, she does have a gun. What's going on here, Miss Stephan? If, if you know this, this animal, Mr. Thurston, suppose you ask him for an explanation. Well, Zagon... I did it all for you, Mr. Thurston. I couldn't let you take this trip without me to protect you, so I got on board. Could I help it if I got in the wrong compartment by mistake? By mistake? What kind of an excuse it's is that? It's true. And the little lady looked so lonesome, I could see right away that she needed company. How was I to know she gets so mad just because I tried to hold her hand? <laughs> hold my hand. Well, <laughs> maybe I did get a little impressed to us, but I was only... I was only... Oh, Mr. Thurston, why are you looking at me like that? Mr. Thurston? Oh, you know something, Miss Stephan? Maybe you should have shot me after all. You know, Kim, I am not at all certain I should be having a drink with you. Why not, Heidi? I think perhaps you are a very dangerous man for me to know. You do? Yes. I am not at all certain how safe it is for me to be acquainted with an enemy of Zardoff. Uh, how much did Zagon tell you? <laughs> Only enough to whet my curiosity. He had uh, other things on his mind. Yeah. Would you care to tell me more? Suppose you tell me something first. Then what is it that you wish to know? Why are you so touchy about your trunk, Heidi? My, my trunk? You wanted it in your compartment. You wouldn't even come here to have a drink with me until I persuaded Zagon to stay there and watch it. Why? There is nothing so mysterious about that, Ken. All my personal belongings, everything I possess is in that trunk. That's the partial answer. It is a most complete one to a person like me, a homeless wanderer on the face of the earth. No permanent address, no family. The war, Heidi? Yes, Ken. It was not too easy in Germany for anti-Nazis. I'm not finding it too easy for myself now. You have only yourself to blame for that, Heidi. Carl. Yeah? So you still remember me? Yes. 
Yes, I remember you, Carl. Mr. Thurston, this is Dr. Carl Schmidt. Carl, Mr. Ken Thurston. Yeah, Thurston. Doctor? I happen to overhear your conversation, Heidi, and I cannot help but remind you of the advice I gave some ten, ten years ago. Do you still remember that also? Oh, I remember that very well. You said that the average man would avoid much trouble if he would pay attention only to his own business and not to politics. Exactly. The ideas, the ideologies of a nation are best left to those few most qualified to judge. Oh, sounds like what the Nazis sold to Germany, Doctor. It didn't work then. It won't work today. Nonsense, Herr Trosten. The average man is like a stupid sheep. It takes a superior person to tell him what to think, how to act. It, uh... Mr. Thurston! Mr. Thurston! This train is filled with crooks, with murderers, with killers even. Wait a minute, Zagon. What's all this excitement about? They tried to kill me, murder me. They even knocked me subconscious. Well, who did? Where? All I know, I was in the compartment and all of a sudden the roof falls in. My trunk, Felschmidt. What about my trunk? Huh? Has anything happened to it? Is it all right? Your trunk? It's gone. But I tell you, the compartment door was locked, Mr. Thurston. Nobody was in there with me, then whammo! The trunk was gone. Oh, pipe down, Zagel. Now, here we are. Ken! Yes. Well, Zagel... No, I absolutely refuse to believe it. It's nothing but an optical confusion. Is it your trunk, Heidi? Yes, it is mine, Ken. But, but it can't be. Why should some joker want to slug me, take the trunk away, and then bring it back? Better open it, Heidi. Open it? Yeah. Maybe somebody was after your valuables. Well, there is there's nothing of value inside to anyone but me. Look, look, I will prove it to you. Yes. Looks like someone gave you a present. It's Zardov. That's who it is. That no good Zardov. No, Zegar. That's the body of an inspector in the French military intelligence. Emile Giraud. We will continue with The Man Called X in just a moment. Here's a word from RCA Victor. For you people who are buying television now, that word is combination. Yes, an RCA Victor combination, which brings you AM and FM radio, recorded music in all three speeds, and famous RCA Victor million-proof television. Now you can have all these in one beautiful cabinet for one beautiful price. Ask your RCA Victor dealer to introduce you to the kingly RCA Victor combination, the Rutland. With its doors closed... The Rutland looks like a furniture masterpiece straight out of the 18th century. With its doors open, it is like an electronic masterpiece straight out of the 21st century. So superb are its RCA Victor features. AM and FM radio, two automatic record changers to play all record speeds, and exciting RCA Victor million-proof television, proved in well over a million American homes. Yet all these great instruments combined actually cost you much less then comparable console instruments would cost separately. Yes, with an RCA Victor Rutland, wonders never cease. But go on pouring out show after show, record after record, not just for one person, but for the whole family. 
Now, act two of The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall. Come here. You are alone, Monsieur Thurston? That's right, Conductor. Come in. I was looking for the other passenger in this compartment, Monsieur Wilson. Oh. He went to the dining car. Can I help? I wish to obtain his statement regarding this, uh, this unfortunate affair, along with the others. Well, I've already checked with him. He was dozing. Didn't hear a thing. No, that's too bad. I had thought that with Mademoiselle Stefan's compartment right next to this one... Yeah. What goes on now? Mademoiselle's compartment shall remain locked, Monsieur Thurston. All of you must consider yourselves under arrest. When we reach Munich, this car will be sidetracked in the yards and the military police will take over. You're fine. You are certain there is nothing further you can add to what you have already told us? Not unless you can turn up Zadov for me. Zadov, monsieur? No, never mind. Zagon said her compartment door was locked from the inside. Could it be opened by the train key from the corridor? It could, monsieur. And who carries those keys? Only the car attendants and, of course, myself. Ever run into anything like this before? As a matter of fact, monsieur, this is the first time I have worked on the Orient Express, and I must say that I... All right, I'm not... sir, I caught you. Monsieur, what is that? Maybe we're going to find out. All right, Wilson, hold it. Oh, thanks for coming to the rescue, Thurston. I guess I'm not as young as I used to be. This guy almost got away. What is the meaning of all this, monsieur? I came by and caught him trying to jimmy his way into Miss Stefan's compartment. How about it, Dr. Schmidt? The statement is preposterous. I was standing here knocking on the door. I merely wish to speak with Miss Stephen. He's talking through his hat, Thurston. He was trying to force that lock. If you ask me, he looks like a plenty good suspect to question about that murder. Murder? You... You do not mean that Heidi was... Where is she? Where is Heidi? Being questioned by my assistant at the moment. And I think you, Monsieur Wilson, and I will join him. I should like some logical answer for your conduct. Good idea. Though I don't think you'll get the answer we need. Oh? And what is that, monsieur? How the person who killed Giro got into that locked compartment. Unless he was using a trainman's keys. But I keep on telling you, Mr. X, I don't know how nobody got in that compartment. You must have been plenty busy not to have noticed when somebody came in. Busy? What could I be busy about in a tiny little joint like that? Trying to open Heidi's trunk. Why, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Why should I do anything like... How did you know? Well, did you get it open? Sure, it was a cinch. And you know what I found when I opened that thing, Mr. A? Nothing, it was empty. That's right, it was empty. It... Uh-uh, Mr. Thurston. Just one of those days, Zagon. Hunches are clicking. Boy, I should have hunches like that. I'd be at Hialeah. Not some place where spies like this Zardo go around murdering people in trunks. Believe me, I... Oh! Yeah. Oh, it's only that little Viennese Wiener schnitzel. Come in, Heidi. They all through giving you the third degree? Are there only three of them? I could have sworn there were at least a dozen. That's why I'm here, Ken. Would you mind buying a poor, browbeaten little girl a drink? Ha! Huh, what a question. We'd be happy to, eh, Mr. Thurston? I'd be happy to, Zagor. Huh? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Boy, what a life. Somebody shoots at me, somebody conks me, and I haven't even made one lead cent. All I got to spend is time. Cooped up in compartment yet. 
and not even with nobody to talk to. That is where you are wrong, Sir Schmidt. Oh, oh, it's only you, Dr. Schmidt. For a minute I thought it was. Hey, what are you doing with that gun? It is just to make certain that you do not lose your desire to talk. Talk? What? <laughs> what should we talk about? Many things, Zelschmidt. Inspector Giraud, Zadov, the man called X. Ken, I, I feel that I should propose a toast to you, but I am not certain how to phrase it. Oh, don't let that stop you. Your being aboard this train has already affected my life. But I do not know if it is for good or for evil. What's your guess? I know what I should like to think, but... Being a Nazi Nazi has, has taught me the truth in the old saying about appearances being deceiving. Yeah? Like carefully guarded trunks that hold nothing inside. Or like a man who would win a girl's heart, only to trade it in for an agent named Zadorf. You have a habit of getting around to him, haven't you, Heidi? Ken, if you will see that, that I am not delayed in Munich because of the trunk and Inspector Giraud, I will help you get the person that you seek. No promises, Heidi. All right. Then join me in my toast. To empty trunks and Zadorf. Looks like we might be pulling into Munich. We are, Wilson. Well, they uh, sidetrack us here, huh? That's right. The military police will take over. Well, by golly, I was hoping for some excitement aboard this train, but murder's a little more than I bargained for. Giraud was a friend of yours, wasn't he? I knew him. Too bad. I wish there's some way that I could express my sympathy to you. Oh, am I glad to see you, Mr. Thurston. I've been looking all over the train for you. What's up, Zagon? I got a message for you from that pretty Heidi Patuti. She wants to meet you in the vestibule, going to the next car. She tell you why? Oh, something screwy about drinking toast, empty trunks, and some kind of a promise. Uh, wake up, uh, Mr. X. Please, wake up. Boy. There you are. Sega. Sure, who else? I found you out in the vestibule, subconscious, and pulled you out into this next car. Oh, what happened anyways, Mr. X? Did that Heidi Dame slip you a couple of Mickeys in the drink? Nothing as subtle as that. It was a... Oh. Oh, so that's what they were after. Huh? My wallet and passport. They're gone. Wait. They're picking up speed. Sure, we are pulling out of Munich. They already sidetracked the old car. Well, well, lucky for you, I put you in this car, or you'd be stuck back there, too. Good work, huh, Mr. X? There's only one thing wrong with it. Zardov's still aboard that car in Munich. assure you, Herr Conductor, that there will be an investigation into these high-handed methods of yours. 
There's absolutely no excuse for holding me here in this car at Munich at a railroad yard. Need I remind you that there has been a murder, Dr. Schmidt? Maybe two of them, Conductor. Unless Miss Steffen can explain what happened to Ken Thurston. I have already explained, Mr. Wilson, that Ken Thurston was not there when I arrived at the vestibule. When the military police get here, they will investigate that also. Meanwhile, we shall remain here until... We... Uh, they must be boarding the car now. Believe me, Herr Conductor, you will live to regret this action of yours. What makes you think so, Doctor? Oh, Ken! And don't forget me, folks. Jimmy, on the spot there. Oh, Ken... Ken, what happened to you? Why were you not there when I come to meet you? Somebody got there first, Heidi. When I woke up, I was on my way to Vienna. To Vienna? But, monsieur, then how do you account for your presence here? An old train man like yourself should have that figured out, conductor. There are emergency cords on these trains. You said it. We got action, but fair. I don't get it, Thurston. You, you said somebody knocked you out? That's right. But why? I think we'll find the explanation in Dr. Schmidt's pocket. It might... What are you talking about here, Thurston? My wallet and papers, Doctor. You took them when you slugged me. Back there in the vestibule. Are you mad? I do not know what you are talking about. No, let's take a look. You will not look at anything, Thurston. Look out, monsieur. Not so fast with that gun, Doctor. Oh, oh thanks, Wilson. <laughs> I didn't know I still had it in me. I'm afraid I do not understand, Monsieur Thurston. What is this all about? It adds up pretty easily, Conductor. If Schmidt wanted to get back into Vienna and... Didn't have any papers. But of course, Ken. He was an ex-Nazi on the wanted list of the War Crimes Commission. So he stole your papers. Yeah, but only the second choice. His first plan involved your cooperation, Heidi. And an empty trunk. What are you saying? With the trunk in your compartment, you get a quick okay by customs at the border. Then, if you could smuggle the doctor into it before they asked for his papers... Ah, only Inspector Giro showed up in the trunk. So that's it. Well, that makes sense all right, Thurston. Sure. He didn't fool me with the doctor routine. That's why I gave him a lot of phony dope about you, Mr. X. I knew all the time he was that no-good spy, Zardov. Sorry, Zagor. Huh? But it couldn't be that little lettuce leaf, Heidi. No. The person who knew him knew how to get into Heidi's compartment and knock you out when the door was locked. I believe we discussed the question of keys a bit earlier, Monsieur Thurston. Yeah, but we didn't discuss the fact that there was another door, the connecting door leading to the adjoining compartment. Our compartment, Wilson. Ours? Oh, but no one could have gotten in that way. I, I was in there all the time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think you've been reading too many dime novels about the Orient Express, Thurston. If you're suggesting that this... Zardoff character could possibly be me. I'm not suggesting anything, Wilson. I'm sure of it. You got panicky when Giro came aboard. You shot him and stuffed him into Heidi's trunk. Ridiculous. Besides, how could you prove that anyone is Zardoff? He's a man of mystery. There's no description, no means of identifying You're him. You're right. But we don't have to get you as Zardoff. We can get you for murder. And the gun you used on Giro will give us the proof. I see. I don't suppose you could have reference to this one, Thurston. Mr. X! You will please drop that gun at once. I'm afraid not, Conductor. It's my ticket to freedom. I'm sorry I underestimated you, Thurston. I won't do it again. The next time we meet, I'll know better. I promise you. He's getting your way, Mr. X. Stay here, all of you. Don't try following me, Thurston. I warn you. You can't get away, Sardar. The military police are coming down the line now. There's more than one direction to go. Look out, Wilson! That switch engine! You're running right into it! 
Boy, what that engine did to him. Yep. They just won't learn, Zayga. Huh? The Zardoffs of this world. They keep on trying to get away with their phony Americanism. Well, if we're going to survive, we'd better open our eyes to them. All of us. Before it's too late. Now, here is our star, Mr. Herbert Marshall. Thanks for being with us. And by us, I also mean Lucille Meredith, Stephen Garay, Will Wright, Ed Begley, Ted Von Elts, Ben Wright, and Tony Barrett. Next week, Mr. X runs into a gang of pirates off the coast of India. That's right, pirates, who are not after gold, but the world. So join us, won't you, when next I return, as the man called X, good night. The Man Called X is a Saturday night feature on NBC's five-show festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by the makers of Anison. For fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. And by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall, is a J. Richard Kennedy production with music composed and conducted by Felix Mills. Tonight's story was written by Sidney Marshall. All characters and incidents on this program are fictitious, and any resemblance to actual characters or incidents is purely coincidental. Be sure to listen tomorrow evening for The Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead and a great parade of stars, the Sunday night feature of NBC's All-Star Festival. And until next week, same time and same station, this is Jack Latham saying good night for The Man Called X. Join your hit parade, and remember, Danny Kaye's on The Big Show on NBC. Welcome back. Well, the death of the French police inspector was probably the first time I've really been taken aback by a death on this series. Not only wasn't I expecting it, but I kind of thought, uh, particularly from the shooting at the start, that he would turn out to somehow be involved with our villains, which turned out not to be the case. I definitely missed having Pagon, though I guess from a writing perspective, if Leon Belasco's not going to be available for a week, Having established that he has got a family of rascals and scoundrels gives you a perfect out to bring someone else in to play the role. Because even if Pagon's not feeling well, fleecing and occasionally helping the man called X stay alive is a family enterprise. Well, some listener comments and feedback now. And we have a comment over on the website from Wes. Wes writes in, Of course, I'm used to Ken Thurston making his pompous little speeches at the end of each episode. But today's inspired by last-minute uh, mention of a gun with no firing pin seems to be the most clumsy and contrived pompous little speech in a long time. 
Well, thanks for the comment, Wes. I get that not everyone is a fan of them. I, I personally enjoyed them, uh, particularly during the CBS era. I, I thought they could be quite stirring. I, I do think the quality has slipped uh, at NBC. It seems like these are just being written in because they are the type of thing that's been written in, in the past, which... If you can't do something right, you shouldn't be doing it at all. You should, you know, make appropriate changes. Either figure out how to do it in a way that is stirring and works, or just stop doing it. And then we also have an email from Mark. He writes in regarding our Instagram page. Uh, this is the first time I noticed uh, you saying to follow you on Instagram, so I went there and it said you had no followers. I signed up. Am I really your first? Well, thank you so much, Mark. And the answer is no. Um, I, on most social media, our handle is Radio Detectives. However, on Inst uh, and you followed at Radio Detectives on Instagram. However, on uh, that's somebody else on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, uh, it's Instagram.com slash Great Detectives, just because, you know, Radio Detectives is taken. So, uh, glad to clarify that. All right, well, now it's time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Matt, Patreon supporter since October 2016, currently supporting us at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Matt. And uh, that will do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast, please rate it wherever you download it, and also if you'd uh, like, uh, review it. Join us back here tomorrow for Mystery is My Hobby, and then next Wednesday, we'll be back with another episode of The Man Called X. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives, and uh, follow us also on Twitter at Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.